This, 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 this is the Apparelist Podcast, designed to bring you real-life conversation about high-level topics relevant to the decorated apparel community. Welcome, everyone, to the final Apparelist Podcast episode of 2023. And I'm not going to lie, that feels really strange to say. Um, I'm sure most of you listening to this are, at this point, fully immersed in getting out those final orders for the holiday season. Um, you're probably wrapping up your end financials. Um, if you're like me, you're trying to sneak in some last minute Christmas shopping. Um, I'm one of those people who likes to procrastinate and leave it to the end. Um, so hopefully all of you are at least relaxing a little bit um, and not getting too crazy about those loose ends you have to tie up. I'm also thinking that many of you listening today are also starting to think about 2024. Uh, it's likely you already have an idea of what trade shows and conferences you hope to attend, what new equipment you have your eye on. Perhaps some of you are even thinking that this is the year you're going to knock out that wall in your office and make it bigger. Um, who knows, right? There's so much excitement surrounding looking into the future of 2024, and that's what we're focusing on today. Well, I'd like to tell all of you that I have this magical crystal ball that tells the future in my possession. That's something that continues to elude us all. But I have the next best thing. I have two industry experts that have a strong grasp on what it takes to run a successful business in the decorated apparel community. And guys, the, these these two gentlemen joining us today, they're they're just so much fun to be around. And if you've um, been following our podcast at all through 2023, you know that both of them have a lot of really just expert insight into the world of the decorated apparel community. So Without further ado, please help me welcome back to the show, David Clifton, who is the Chief Marketing and Customer Experience Officer at Alpha Broder, and Jeff Mylander, owner of Redwall Prince, and he's also an Apparelist Advisory Board member. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank, Thank you. you very much. You know, I'm excited to talk 2024 with you guys. Um, both of you have a very interesting perspective of the decorated apparel community. Jeff, you from, you know, the print decorating shop. David, you from the Alpha Broder um, supplier side of things. So this should be a really fun conversation. Um, David, what do you think 2024 has in stock for all of us when it comes to styles, colors, cuts, all that good stuff? Well, I will say that, uh, and this may not be great news, but uh, our merchandising team uh, kind of teed up trends and things that are trending right now. And it looks like it is a uh, neon and 90s uh, oh, kind of coming back yeah. around the corner. Yeah, not great news for... Uh, for a lot of people, but um, for some, maybe maybe you can bring some old stuff back out and uh, repurpose it and get it going again. But yeah, so what's uh, what's old is new again, looks like. So 90s, neon, that kind of stuff, bright colors, things like that coming around. Yeah, I'm, I'm not oh. going to lie. I am pumped about that. Okay, well, okay. I am good, of good the good camp. Movie. I am of the neon. Nine, I was a 90s baby. I'm here there for you go. it. <laughs> yes. I was more of the eighties. So it's, uh, you know, we're on the edge of that. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good news for many, I'm sure. And, uh, and frightening news for others, but, uh, yeah, so that's what, that's what, that's what our merchandising team has kind of teed up and said, you know, this is what's trending right now and what's kind of coming around the corner. I think the other big, um, kind of headline is sustainability. Sustainability has, uh, you know, has, has obviously gotten a lot of traction uh, as it should and is beginning to become more operationalized in, in, in business. And, um, you know, a lot of our customers, a lot of our customers, customers talk about sustainability, but then when you come right down to it, it's like, well, how much is that shirt again? I'll just, yeah, I'll, I'll save sustainability for another day. Um, the good news is I think we're seeing a little traction there. We're seeing more pickup on sustainable, sustainable products and items 
um, which is great news. I mean, uh, A, they're better products typically, and B, it's better for the environment. So uh, it kind of serves two purposes. And I think it's better for brands as well. So hopefully 2024 will be a year of um, our customers, customers putting their money where their mouth is and actually supporting sustainable products and, and different things like that that are good for uh, the environment and great for brands as well. So those are two kind of maybe big tent holes we've seen. Neon and sustainability. So sustainable neon would be the theme, maybe. I love sustainable neon. That's new. Patent that. Trademark it. <laughs> yes, there you go. Sustainable neon. We heard it here first. Right. Uh, Jeff, are you kind of seeing that same thing from your customers? I mean, do, do you get these sorts of requests coming into your shop? Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think a lot of it is just what we see coming through. I mean, primarily being a contract decorator, we see just what people are bringing in, what the distributors are are, are pushing on to either us or our customers, um, and, and just what they're seeing as being popular or, or whatever is going to be kind of the next trend, I suppose. Um, and I do, I do agree. I think we're seeing. Um, I think, I think we're still in the space of a lot of like, like the neutral colors and things like that. I mean, that still seems to be somewhat popular, but I am seeing a trend more towards just kind of like '90s and maybe early 2000s, kind of like almost like, yeah, like neon style, but even more kind of like when we talk about like cuts of shirts and things like that too, we're seeing a lot more requests and, and um, of like boxier shirts, like higher, heavier, heavier weights, um, yeah. things like that, that really kind of does reflect like nineties and like maybe like real early two thousands kind of style. Um, but then, yeah, definitely like bright colors, neons, we're seeing more neon designs. So like in, in customer artwork, we're seeing, I mean, that's always kind of been there, but like just the bright, color we're seeing more of that you know kind of like 90s throwback bright colors neons things like that um like things like puff you know like puff decoration which really we didn't see a lot of for many years and now that's kind of a common ask so you know and again that kind of i think like kind of fills in with the 90s vibe interesting i again i know i said i was of the 90s camp i'm not gonna lie yesterday straight up rocking like a big boxy heavyweight bright green <laughs> t-shirt with my leggings yeah so i would to, to jeff's point we are seeing that bigger boxier kind of styles come around dealing talking to all the manufacturers heading into 2024 all of them have, have either added to or adding sort of a heavier weight products some of these fleas can actually stand up on their own. It looks like they are actually just put in a corner. They're on their own. They're being driven a lot by uh, artists, music, music creators, people like that are really coming. You go to the shops that are that do a lot of the work for the artists, and the, and the artists play a big role in picking their product. I mean, a lot of these, a lot of the artists that are out there, that is, I mean, merch is a huge piece of their business, and it's a big piece of their brand. And so, a lot of this is, I think, coming downstream from that, where these guys are out there picking these things or much heavier, much more old school. Again, more that '90s kind of like feel, shape. Uh, not as tight, not as not as you know cut as uh, as it was in the last maybe uh, five, five or six years in fashion. So it's become kind of kind of coming back around the corner there. So yeah, um, that plus neon. You can't wait. What what do we want to call that? Puff neon sustainability. Yeah. We'll, sustainable we'll come up with puff something. Neon. Sustainable puff neon. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. you go. I love yeah. it. The standing on its. Sustainable pump neon. Yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't stand up on its own, it's not heavy enough. So good. Next. (laughs) So it, it, it seems to me. So when I think of like years past, I always think, okay, we all kept an eye on like New York fashion week, London fashion week, all these things. We, we sort of watched and waited and held our breath to see what they were going to tell us was trending. But it seems to me after talking to you guys, we're we seeing a lot of consumer driven 
um, trends and, and, and things. So David, you had mentioned consumers are asking for sustainable styles. Consumers yeah. are feeling this nostalgic, um, you know, tug at the heartstrings, if you will, um, to drive these trends. I mean, are, are we really sort of seeing a shift as to what's driving the trends these days? Well, I, again, I, you know, I think, you know, in our space in particular, you know, I think, I, I think, you know, the fashion, it definitely is an influence. Um, but I do think, you know, particularly in, in, in our space, it's kind of like more promo and more event, more activity. Um, it tends to be, I think, more, again, like artists and, and creators that are out there doing things um, that, that have a little bit more of a practical application than some of the more high fashion accents. Some of the, some of the high fashion can, can, I think, influence, but it's really more of a practical use case. Um, that that I think drives ultimately what what kind of gets to market in our space. And then again, you know, the other piece is is really the long tail of design, which which you know we you know we talked about print on demand and things like that. Well, I mean, we're seeing a lot of brands come out, a lot of apparel brands come out that are that are you know they're not massive. They're they're more long tail brands that are kind of focusing on these different kind of uh, these different kind of styles and um, fits. And uh, they're not, you know, the, the main, the major players are more smaller, more niche, more niche um, brands are coming out and, and serving up some really cool styles. And I think that's great. It's, it's, it's again, kind of in, in line with like the long tail of everything, whether it's design or whatever. Now we're seeing apparel kind of fall in that category. It's cool. Yeah, really. Um, mm -hmm. you, you mentioned print on demand and that actually makes me think I kind of want to shift gears here a little bit. We talked about, um, you know, styles and what's trending there. But um, Jeff, maybe from a decoration perspective, um, what what are you really seeing in terms of technology? And this doesn't have to necessarily be like printing equipment. You know, what is your shop exploring in terms of like new software, AI, decorating technologies, things like that? Like sure. what, what do you have your eye on? Uh, I mean, yeah, I kind of try to keep an eye on all of those things. Um, I mean, we, we're big in the print on demand space. So our, our, our processing for that, I mean, just working on that technology and trying to improve upon it, um, you know, and, and how that ties into the equipment as well. I mean, expanding on the equipment is, is obviously something that we're always trying to do too, but on, on more of the tech end, I suppose, not on the equipment side, yeah, it would be things like, just like, auto, like increasing automation capabilities. Um, we are looking into AI capabilities for like order entry and things like that. Um, it's, you know, tricky to try to figure all that stuff out, but it's, it's things that are becoming available which we definitely want to keep an eye on. Um, I think just also just, uh, I mean, all the software companies out there that are, that are making ERP systems for our industry are always advancing and getting better at what they do. Um, almost all of them, I feel like, are, are making advancements. And, and I know they're all talking about big things in 2024, at least the ones that, that I'm close with. Um, so I think that'll just continue just as, as it becomes more, it's just easier, more readily available. Uh, uh, programming costs have kind of probably shifted a little bit to make it a little easier for some of the smaller developers to maybe do some impressive things. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what people come up with. What are you doing to keep an eye on things? Because sometimes like, I think a lot of apparel decorators can kind of feel overwhelmed with their day to day and trying to keep up on stuff. So Jeff, what do you sure. guys do, do you, for, in terms of education resources, looking for stuff? Yeah. I mean, I guess a lot of it's probably just kind of happens through like if I'm on message like, or if I'm like email whatever just stuff that comes in um you know, i mean social media things like that where you can kind of just see keep up with because you know, people that are advertising it kind of just finds its way <laughs> shows up in front of you um and then obviously just comparing what we currently use um 
our ERP system, you know, I'm very well aware of what they're working on just because we work with them on a day-to-day basis. But then in that, um, you know, I want to see what other their competitors are doing too, just to see if there's a solution that might be better for a certain thing that we're trying to do, um, whether it's directly tied to uh, the apparel decoration industry or just something that's in order management um, or inventory management, things like that. So uh, a lot of, a lot of systems out there, you just kind of have to dig around to see what what's out there that might work for you. One of the things I'm really excited about for 2024 is events, trade shows. We were talking about this before uh, before we hopped online to record this show. David, what do you think? What what can we expect from trade shows this year? What are you most excited about for 24? Well, uh, you know, it, it is a it is a busy season. Obviously, we hit January and there's a lot of activity. Uh, I think I think again, it's I think it's great. I mean, I think as an industry. Um, it's good that we continue to get together and continue to do these things. I, we like what we like best is just spending time with our customers um, and getting a chance to kind of catch up. Uh, we're talking to them all the time, but it's a good t- a good chance to uh, to just catch up with them and, and kind of map a plan for 2024. Get get kind of get a sense from them how they're looking at the, at the year, what they've got on their plates, how we can help with what they're doing. So, yeah, we we love it. Uh, we love we love the shows. I think. Um, uh, we get a lot out of it. Um, like I said, it's mostly customers uh, that we're spending time with. And it's it's interesting to see all the new products and all the new things that are out as well. But uh, yeah, for us, it's really about just that touch base with our customers and spend some time with them um, and, and kind of hear from them in person, which is always nice. Yeah, I know um, Jeff and I were kind of chatting a little bit about the shows we're getting, getting ready to go to um, in 2024. I feel like we preach this every year that going to these events and conferences is so crucial. Jeff, why do you, why do you think that is? Um, I mean, even the point you just touched on finding out what's new, like what, what software is new or, but really what equipment is new, just what, what trends are new. I mean, all of that stuff, everyone's trying to showcase those things and what, what they think are going to be big deals in 2024. So um, yeah, I mean, I look at it like, you know, my customers expect me to know what's going on in the industry. You know, they're not necessarily going to be experts in print technology and apparel trends and things like that. You know, we have to do that for them to a, to a sense, right? So, so I kind of see it as our job to get out there and see what's going on so that we can educate them based on what we see happening in the market. People always want to talk about what's new. I mean, at this point, everyone people don't buy everything we sell either. So it's like, if you haven't bought it, it's new to you. So the chance to like see some things that you, you know, you get our customers, just like all of us get into a kind of a, a groove and you kind of get, get kind of tunnel vision and you, you don't really think about other things. So these shows give people a chance to kind of step back and look and see what else is out there. What else should I be doing? And I think for us, it's our kind of to Jeff's point as well. It's we're kind of obligated to show our customers these things and say, Hey, you should think about these two or three things. You're doing this. We appreciate that. You're doing great. But look at these two or three things. Have you, have you thought about combining this and this together? So we we leverage it a lot for for that for that that kind of exploration element of it to give people a chance to look outside of the the day in day out what they're doing you know kind of uh, kind of like you know instinctively they're doing these things over and over and over again have a, have a look at these things that are also new and yeah they can go to the show and see the sustainable puff neon heavyweight standing up in the corner right standing by itself in the corner just go talk to that go talk to that fleece over there it, it's great that sweatshirt. That'll be next, probably. I, I know what doing. The, the, uh, the Teddy Ruxman fleece will be out. I love it. We'll talk right back to you. All right. <clears throat> Final question. Let's start with you, David. 
like I mentioned, it's always fun to do these little future predictions. So pretend you've got the crystal ball. What do you see? What is the one thing decorators? I, we've talked about lots of things to prep for 2024, what they can look forward to. If you could pick just one thing that you can say, yes, with absolute certainty, you need to be ready for this. What do you think? Well, we, we, we touched on it. I think, I think print on demand is, um, you know, as, as we look out to the next four or five years, you know, in, in the whole custom printing space globally and certainly in the U.S., um, print on demand is by far and away the fastest growing category of decoration. And, and again, and print on demand is a, is a pretty broad statement. So, um, and I'm sure Jeff would, would agree that they, you know, there's not one definition to print on demand. But I think, you know, I think the the general, I guess there's, there's not one definition, but I would say the, the basic envelope it fits into is more real-time decoration and lower quantity decoration and more customized decoration. So I think being prepared not for that um, opportunity is I think, you know, what I would say if, I, if I'm in the production world, I'm, I'm kind of trying to kind of look at that and figure out and the supply side we're doing the same thing we're looking at the supply chain that goes along with that that kind of that type of business and and saying what do we need to do from a supply chain standpoint to really enable this product demand <clears throat> to efficiently flow through and to deliver as 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 volume continues to increase in that space um, and we do think it's it's prime it, it's a lot of it's incremental we don't think there's a lot of that's the other kind of exciting part about it it's not so much just shifting from I was going to buy 500 of these now I'll buy five. It's it's I'm going to still buy my 500, but I'm going to buy five, 10, 50 of this, that, and the other, because I can buy lower quantity and I can do more things. I think it makes apparel um, and decorated products in general more accessible. So uh, it, 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 we, that's kind of why we need to figure it out. It's not only that we, we, we should, but we need to figure this out because it does open up a lot more opportunity for the things we do. And so I think it's looking at 20, I mean, again, this is, this has got kind of a five-year arc on it. that looks pretty exciting, but certainly we're, we're kind of in the, in the beginning stages of it, I would say, and kind of in the next two, three years, it's going to really take hold. And, you know, um, so I think preparing for that and kind of thinking about where you want to play in that um, is important and, and just getting the lay of the land and trying to understand what, how, it, how it's all flowing. Um, that would be kind of, that's, that's what's on our kind of list of like looking out. Love it. Top of our list, yeah. I should say. We have a long list, but that's a top of our list. <laughs> right. <laughs> so we talk about, you know, print on demand model. And um, do you see do you see manufacturers and, and maybe suppliers at the same time, but mainly manufacturers, they've started to kind of limit their SKUs, you know, pre like 2019 or so. There's a lot of colors, a lot of SKUs. We saw some of that scale back over the past few years, really kind of, I think, based on like supply chain issues and things like yeah. that. I think also, you know, when you look at like print on demand model, if, if you have too many options, it makes it more complicated. It makes it more difficult to execute well. Um, and I'm just wondering, like, do you think that as manufacturers are maybe thinking a little more carefully about, do we want to offer 72 different colors? Maybe we only need to offer 48 and that's enough. Do you see that just from a supply chain control perspective? Or do you think they're also thinking about like how print on demand will continue to grow and that that might be a, like a, an advantageous direction to go into to try to like push their products over other competitors' products for print on demand use? Yeah, I, I, it's, a, it's a great question. I think I think you're right. The the primary driver of this of, of any skew rationalization that's been happening on the manufacturer side was primarily supply chain driven. We've been pushing for it for years because we think <laughs> there's a mass yeah. proliferation of, of of styles and colors. Um, so uh, yeah, so I, I think it's probably mainly supply chain driven. Um, 
On the print on demand side, I think from a manufacturer's point of view, it would really be more around fabrication and and what and, and the products that actually can can most effectively you know print digitally and hold that digital print well. And, and I, I would think they'll be they'll, if they, they start to prepare for print on demand, it's more around fabrication probably than the skew rationalization. But we have certainly well, and, and have it, inventory. It, 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 have exactly. Yeah, yeah. And that was a supply chain issue. It's like we got to have this yeah. stuff. So don't we don't need a hundred. We just need twelve. And we need we need hundreds of thousands of twelve of these things. Um, but yeah, so I think that's probably the main driver. But um, if, if print on demand is also a driver, then I would I would support that as well. We will use any excuse to sort of say, hey, we don't need one thousand colors of this. Probably. Um, that being said, one thing that we know, one it, it's an interesting point though on print on, print on demand because right now I would say that. Um, in many cases, and there's two, a few different models of print on demand, in-sourced, outsourced, things like that, um, that, you know, there is, there are probably kind of limited SKUs there. And because, um, you know, you kind of have to have inventory and things like that to deal with these, the, the SLA is tied. So that's one thing we're looking at is trying to, you know, really streamline the, our, our supply chain to, to decorators to enable them to offer more styles and more colors and not be limited. So by by looking at kind of our delivery and being able to, to facilitate a, a a low no inventory print on demand model, which I think is another really key enabler, because a lot of decorators, you know, kind of most of them and most people in general don't want to carry tons of inventory and have that yeah. cash tied up, right? So it's almost like to, in today's world to, to play in print on demand, you kind of have to be at, at the ready if you're on one of the if you're if you're the recipient of some of this these demand from some of these. Um, print-on-demand platforms that are out there driving demand into decorators. So we're really looking at how we can facilitate that low, no inventory model for print-on-demand to help decorators be able to participate in it and, and benefit from it, but not be crushed by it from an inventory yeah. standpoint. You want to you so, start yeah. barcoding my shirts for me? Stickers <laughs> on. <laughs> 2020, no secrets yet. No secrets out yet. So good idea there. <laughs> no, I, I love that. What a great question. Yeah. Thank you for, for um, offering your thoughts on that, David, because I think there were probably, Jeff, a lot of other decorators asking that similar question and wondering along the, sim the, the same vein. I think we got to call it a wrap, guys. That was really, really great episode. Thank you for sharing your insights. Um, David, where do people go to learn more? AlphaRotor.com, of course. Uh, DecoHub, AlphaRotor.com. We've got the DecoHub there, which we would encourage everyone take a look at and also send in questions, send in videos, send in content, send in how to's, what to, what not to. We're, uh, we're, we're really looking to continue to build up Deco Hub as a repository and a, a place for folks to go to find information and also share information. So please, alphabet.com, Deco Hub. Love it. I was on Deco Hub yesterday reading some articles, really good stuff there. Um, thank you for, for all of that guys. And thank you, Jeff and David for joining us on the December, 2023, a perilist podcast. Thank right. you. Happy new thank year. You. We will see all of you in the new year. Don't forget also a perilist.com. Um, plenty of great information there. You can even uh, learn a little bit more about our advisory board members and all of those great resources. Um, so yeah, hope all of you have a great wrap to your 2023 and can't wait to see what 24 has in store for us. Thanks guys. Bye.